Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. So, exciting. Is it? Well, I'm hoping. Oh, yes. If not, we should just say goodbye now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay here. Don't go away. Right. So tell me, what would you pay for a second-hand iPhone? It depends which phone it is, I suppose. But I don't Let's know, say it's quid the so. uh, iPhone version 1, which, uh, because it runs on 2G, can no longer make phone calls. And oh, because it oh we're talking about an antique. Camera. Oh, yes, but we're talking about an antique. Oh, yes. that's probably a lot of money. $190,000. Good grief. It's a lot, given that it can't be used as a phone anymore. Nor can it do uh, f- no. selfies because it hasn't got a front-facing camera. And even the rear-facing camera is only two megapixels, which these days is barely counts as a camera. Yes, I guess that's so. But if you probably have, you know, the very first television set ever to be sold, that probably doesn't work now either. Probably. But it's probably worth quite a lot of money. Well, the reason for this one went for so much at auction because people uh, are mad. this week. It's because people are mad, but also because uh, it's in, still in its shrink wrap. It's never been opened. Wow. And it's a four gigabyte version. Uh, and they only made the four gigabyte versions for a couple of months before they realized that it wasn't nearly enough. So they yes. only made eight gigabyte versions thereafter. So not only is it a phone that no longer works and can't take selfies, but it is a crap phone that no longer works and can't take selfies. Well, it's just the tech equivalent of a dinky model, isn't it? It has never been played with. It is. What? Which children were given a new toy and thought, oh, I won't unwrap that from its box because then in 50 years' time I'll be able to make my fortune with it? The sort who became um, senior partners of the counseling firms, I uh, imagine. Yes, I imagine so. They don't deserve to be given toys in the first <laughs> place, those people. No, true. Uh, and it wouldn't work now because people are sort of clued up to this. So you couldn't now yes. buy two versions of a toy and keep one stored away for the next generation it just wouldn't work i don't well, know is everyone doing that did you, you I, I bet even you didn't get a first generation iphone did you i did did you yes i got i got them in fact before they were available in the uk i bought a an illegal import on ebay that's how keen i was to get my hands on well, it. what a shame you unwrapped it I know, but I got an awful lot of good use out of it. Well, that's that's the problem, isn't it? You've got to set the two things Mm. off against each other. So 190,000, yes, well, I didn't buy it. I wasn't the one. I thought it might have been you. But then just just to repeat a story that I repeat about every six months on this show, of course, and you're talking about it being four gigabytes, that wasn't enough. I mean, I bought my first um, uh, Mac Plus. I think it was, in order to do a desktop published magazine. And I needed a hard drive. And I bought a hard drive with had 20 megabytes of storage. Yes. And the salesman actually said, you'll never need any more than that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Things change. Things so. Well, talking of things changing, we have talked quite a lot about AI on this show. And I thought I'd hit you with a couple of good AI successes oh, okay. in, uh, in, in recent weeks. One is a chap called James Cousins who is a PhD student at uh, Cambridge, 
who has used AI to train his pastime, and as a result of which has now got the Guinness World Record for the most objects juggled while riding a unicycle. How did AI help with that? Well, he, he filmed himself training. Yes. And then used AI to work out how he could do it better. Good gracious. Yes. Seven balls for 16 seconds. I'm on a unicycle. With, I'm enough trouble with, well, good grief. I've got yes, trouble indeed. with three standing on the ground. Yes. Gracious. Well, so let's move on to a new, uh, another AI success. Yes. Uh, scam phone calls. We all get scam phone calls. Yes. Hello, this is Derek from Windows. And you've got yes. problems with your machine. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm calling from O2. It's one I've been getting recently. I've been calling from O2, and we've got a special offer. We can give you half price, uh, whatever you're paying at the moment. You get those? I've got several of those recently. And they are very irritating. And rather than just slamming the phone down, what you can do now is you can go to jollyrogertelephone.com, which is an AI-powered time waster for scam phone calls. Oh, I like the sound of that. So what happens is when you get one of these phone calls, you then dial one of the numbers on the website uh, and tell it to merge the calls. And then you listen as they frustrate them. And you've got a choice of five characters, including Whiskey Jack and Debbie Doldrums and Whitey Whitebeard. They are all American voices. But uh, should we have a little listen to the, the, the kind of thing that they do? Oh, I understand. So then you need to go and find the card where we can put the money back, okay? The fact that I have to pay all these bills by myself? No help from the government? Nothing. And then now you're asking me about my charge card. Let me tell you something, buddy. I've got a whole collection of cards. Visa, MasterCard, you name it. Now let's talk about the real issue here. Why are utility bills so outrageously high? What's your take on that, huh? Because of the because of these additional charges you are paying on the bill that we are going to remove. I have to pay these outrageous bills every month. Uh, it's quite impressive, I have to say. It is quite impressive. He, anyway, that goes he, on. he sounds much more like a human being than the person making the cold call in the first place. <laughs> I was going to uh, play the end of the phone call, which is about 20 minutes later, yes. but there are so many expletives in it that I thought it would be best not for family <laughs> from, consumption. From the AI or from the other person? From the AI. No, from the other person. From the, oh, person, the, other yeah. the AI remains remarkably calm throughout. Anyway, I feel so slightly to... sorry for the people making the calls because they're you know, probably part of some organisation. It's their only way of, of making a living. But uh, yes. I don't feel any sympathy when I get them. But they do, they do realise that they are screwing people. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So you can go to jollyrogertelephone.com. Uh, you can get your first month free after which it's a very reasonable $1.99 a month for as many of these nonsense and, phone calls as you want. And can you actually, does the UK phone system allow you to merge phone calls? I'm not aware I've ever tried that. Yes, your iPhone will do it. Okay. Even I'm... your iPhone will do it, despite not being a first generation that can no longer make phone calls. Right. Okay. Well, that's jolly useful then. It is. Thank you. I rather like the sound of that, I must say. Yes, I thought you might. And the fact that he's American doesn't seem to matter that much. No, it didn't. Yeah. Right. So, right. do you want one of these? Well, yeah, you're going to have one anyway.
And moving on to animals. Mm-hmm. Western Australia has a problem with feral cats. I didn't realise they had a problem, but they do have a problem, which have pushed 27 indigenous species to extinction. Because mm-hmm. these cats are just multiplying like crazy. And they shoot them. And uh, that's obviously, you know, not uh, not a popular thing to do, going shooting cats, even though they are wild cats. So they have now come up with the Felixer grooming trap, which uses lasers to identify a feral cat, which it then squirts with toxic gel. And when the cat licks the toxic gel off, it dies. After it's fired the toxic gel, it then takes a photograph of them. So the conservationists can check it really was a feral cat, uh, not someone's someone's house cat. But they don't take the photograph, I believe, until after they fired the gel, by which time it's a, all you can do is apologize, I suppose. Yes, not quite sure how you tell the difference between a feral cat and a, mo- a domestic moggy, but I'm sure they... No. No? Well, I'm not sure about that either. Um, if it's... And, I, uh... I guess if it's got a collar around his neck and a little bell and a and a, a, a disc saying Tammy or something, yes. it's probably less likely to be feral, but... It yeah. probably would. Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's how they do it. Anyway, from um, wandering cats to wandering cows, how mm. do you stop your cows wandering away? Oh, yes, I saw this story. It's lovely. Well, Obviously, you can put up fences, but fences are ugly. And if you're talking about sites of natural beauty, such as a hill fort in the Y Valley, Mm. the last thing you want is fences all around it. What you do want all around it is cows, which can graze, which is trimming the vegetation and spreading seeds all together, increasing the biodiversity of the location, which Mm. is all very good. And the way to stop the wandering off is with music. So these test cows, stunt cows, I suppose they are. Really, <laughs> yes, they? yes. Have like, they're, guinea pig, they're guinea pig cows. They're guinea cows. Guinea they pig cows, yes. Solar-powered speakers um, mounted onto their collar that play a tune when they get close to where they shouldn't be going. And they've already been trained through electric shocks or electric pulses, yes. as they call them, to I associate the tune with where they shouldn't go. And if they do keep on going, then they can actually be given electric shocks. Gentle, sorry, electric pulses through right. these through these collars. And you can change the area rather than having to go and dig up fences and replant them or repost them, or whatever you do with fences. Yeah. Uh, you can do it with your phone. There's an app that lets you change the area where your cows can safely graze. Oh, it does sound extremely good. It I should imagine a lot of farmers would like to apply the same system to people walking across their land. And they would have to persuade not... them to wear the collar in the first place. Well, that's that's true. But and yes, also train people, them with People the who can't shots. find the footpaths. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 Yeah. The other big problem oh, with cows, of course, is the methane released from, from both ends. Yes. And there's not much they can do about the front end methane, but the rear end methane in cow dung, mm is apparently responsible for 10% of the methane in the atmosphere, which is an awful lot of methane, and we don't want it. And they've discovered that the way to reduce the amount of methane in cow dung is to add algae to it, not just any algae. Are we we talking about biggles here? We are talking about, (laughs) of course, getting biggles to step in it with his chum algae. Yes, yes. Uh, For our younger readers, uh, listeners, forget it. Yes, 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 okay. And not just any old algae, but Asparagopsis taxiformis, which is also known as red sea plume 
It's a red algae. And it cuts the methane in half. So the obvious thing is feed it to the cows as part of their feed. Yes. Doesn't work. You actually have to put it into the cow dung itself, which is yet another useless gadget that actually can't be used because who's going to go around with test tubes of this stuff inserting it into cow dung? Still, yes. it's it's a proof of, I don't know, it's a proof concept. of something or other. It's a proof of concept. Okay, yes. well, let's pause for a break. There. Yeah, it seems bizarre that somehow it doesn't work. Oh, but they must have been so disappointed having made the discovery. Yes. They start feeding it to cows and it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference, no. Shame. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Best laid plans of mice cows and cows. Yeah, and farmers. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's just pause for breath, though. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Uh, you're listening to Gadget and Gizmos on Share Radio. Uh, I'm in conversation with Steve Kaplan after that little pause for breath, or in my case, blowing my nose because I still have this cold, for which I'm very sorry. Too much, uh, too much information. Too much you information. I need okay. to share that. Okay, fine. Okay. Well, where are we going to go now? We're going to go back to electric cars again because we haven't talked about them for oh not since last week. And Did you see that story by the way? What how what they're doing with the autonomous vehicles? Is it San Francisco, or that might uh, be on your list for later? Oh, putting the cones on the bonnets. Yes, yes. Are you it talking about them that in later their tracks? Or not? I wasn't going to talk about that later, but glad. No, you but I just like just love that idea. I don't know. I'm not yeah. quite sure why they were objecting to the cars in the first place, but yes, apparently you put a cone on its bonnet, and it's 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 like presenting stairs to a Dalek. It is. You put a yeah. cone on its hood, I think, if you're in San Francisco. Oh, I suppose that's true. Yes. yes. So, electric cars, how do you make them go faster and for longer? Well, you put bigger batteries in. But if you want to then take place in the 24-hour Le Mans endurance race, then if you've got to keep on stopping for 45 minutes at a Tesla station to charge it up, that's yes. going to knock you out of the race. Yes, well, except well, everybody else's as well. Except, well, only if the other cars are all electric. Oh, I see. Okay, yes. right. Yeah. So the trouble with fast charging is it creates a lot of heat, and that heat degrades the batteries. Well, a group of 30 students at Eindhoven University of Technology in the Netherlands have come out with a new cooling technology mm -hmm. that means they can charge the cars in four minutes, which is impressive, isn't it? I guess so, because they're probably going to be having to do other things like changing tyres and stuff like that, which well, takes probably, time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they're going to do uh, a few more months of testing, and then next year they're going to put the electric car in for the 24-hour Le Mans endurance race. And it'd be very interesting to see how they do it. If they win, that'd be quite a coup, wouldn't it? Oh, I didn't realise you could just shove electric cars into a, a, a race for non-electric cars. Well, I don't think there's anything in the rules that prohibits them, because, of course, when the rules were drawn up, it really wasn't an issue. That's true. That's true. Well, that'd be very intriguing. But they may have put a rule in like that. You remember in Wind in the Willows when there's a <laughs> there's a, a, a race. I think Badger is organising a, a car race in which Toad takes uh, uh, takes part. 
And there's rule 17, I think it is, is that no competitors must wear red waistcoats. And and Ratty <laughs> says to him, why is that rule in there? And he says, well, I don't know, it just felt like it really. <laughs> why not? Okay. <laughs> so people come up with rules for no good reason. Anyway, talking of cars, mm-hmm. cars get stolen. Everyone knows that cars get stolen, and it's a bit of a problem. And it, cars are easier to steal now, probably than ever before, because the, everything is so electronic. Yes, electronic key fob. All someone has to do is hide around the corner. The next time you unlock your car with the key fob, they can capture the signal, and then they can go and hijack your car and drive it away. Well, they've been looking for ways of reducing the amount of tech involved in unlocking cars this is a, a an initiative have they thought the about using a key that you put in a key only that just turn oh that's that far works too quite retro. well oh, that's okay. far too retro anyway what they've come up with is the battery sleuth and this is a device that's attached to the battery and that will only operate the car when it's authenticated by uh, measuring precise variations in the voltage so what they give you is a keypad which you plug into the auxiliary power outlet, which we used to call the cigarette lighter. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Obviously, you don't do that anymore. I don't know if cars, they probably don't come with uh, anything in the cigarette lighter socket these days, do they? I don't know. Fact, I haven't bought a new car for a long time. cigar lighter sockets. That's possibly true. But then we also have the uh, the thing to the left, if you're a, a UK um, person, I'm, I'm driving on the left side of the road, called a glove compartment. When was the yes. last time you saw a pair of gloves in there? My dad used to wear no. them quite often for driving. Long distance. Never draw, never wore gloves for short yeah. distance driving, but gloves were terribly important for going oh, on long journeys. Oh, were those leather gloves with a large hole on the back? Yes. Why? Well, yes. A large hole and lots of other little dotty holes little all holes. over. Yes. Yes. My father had those as well. I don't know who first came up with the idea and then managed to persuade every motorist in the country over a certain I age to I suspect them. it's probably people who were doing things like Le, Le Mans and everybody else wanted to copy ah, them. They wanted to copy them. Almost I bet they were racing drivers' gloves originally, but I don't know for sure. Anyway, so glove anyway, so you cigar plug, lighter. Yes. You plug this thing in and yep. you have a keypad, but you don't even need a keypad because what you'll be able to do is... Put in a code of your own devising, which could involve flicking the windscreen wipers on or off, and then the indicators, and then the headlights, and then the indicators again. And each of those minute variations in temperature, in in um, uh, in voltage, will be registered by the device on the battery, and not until all those conditions have been satisfied will the battery then say, OK, you can drive the car. It sounds very complicated. Of course, they could just lift the bonnet and take the thing out that's attached to the battery. But the idea is there. Okay. I think it's really clever. Really? Gosh, it just sounds extraordinary. It does. Then I have a car that nobody in their right mind would ever want to steal. Yes. And so, yes, yes. it's not as what big a your... concern for me. Okay. Well, in that case, let's move on to, I think it's time for our crowdfunding time of the week, isn't it? In that case, you're going to want one of these. I am. Something utterly ridiculous? Hammocks. Who doesn't oh, Same to you. <laughs> I, I love a hammock. I really enjoy lounging in a, in a hammock. The trouble is you have to find two trees of exactly one hammock's width apart. There's probably a technical term for one hammock's width, but for now right. it'll be a hammock's width. Right. Uh, and then string your hammock uh, between them. 
If you're Bishop Barclay, of course, you'd have difficulty because you wouldn't be able to watch both have both trees at the same time. But anyway, that's a. I don't even know who point. Bishop Barclay is. Oh, Bishop Barclay was the philosopher who said if a tree falls in the forest, oh, I see, one there to hear it, then does it make okay. a sound? It, 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 right. An irrelevance. Just getting a bit highbrow. It was so a bit. It, that's why I said it's no wind of, wind of the willows. At least I only went to Biggles. <laughs> so this is the any maker. A N Y M A K A portable hammock and it's a frame that sets up in three seconds and i've seen videos of them setting it up actually in three seconds that doesn't involve taking it out of its bag of course so you might right. want to add another five seconds or so for that but it looks really quite impressive it weighs just on the tenth and a half kilograms uh which is mm, a few couple of stone i suppose for for you right yep and it has eight adjustable points for tension. So you can have it either as a full-length hammock or you could have it as a sort of slightly springier swing seat that goes backwards and forwards. And it'll fit in your car boot. It comes in three colours, forest green, ocean blue, and the rather oddly named sunset yellow. Now, I've seen many sunsets. I don't think yes. any of them actually really yellow. They're more orangey. They're more orangey. Orangey red, in yes. fact, and with a lot of pink thrown in. Oh. I don't know why it's sunset yellow. Anyway, you can get one for two hundred and nineteen dollars, which is about one hundred and seventy quid for the frame. If you want it with a hammock as well, then it's one hundred and ninety-seven pounds. Well, only twenty-seven pounds for. Well, the... given how much you love hammocks, are you going for it? Uh, I'm not, because it's quite a big thing to carry around with you, and um, I don't think I would use it often enough. But if I were the kind of person who spent his weekends yomping through the the outback then I think that's exactly what I wouldn't take with me because you have to carry it. No, you put it in the back <laughs> of your 4 by 4 and you would drive to... If I were an American with a 4 by 4 driving to the Yosemite or... Are you assuming people sleep in hammocks? No, 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 just no, lounge, no. Just, just to lounge around in it. Well, if you you're yomping, there probably isn't much lounging time. Now, have you spent much time yeah. doing anything? I've ever, I'm not sure I've ever been in a hammock. Ever. Oh, you're missing out on a full hammock experience. Hammocks well, are very good. Clearly, I'm not sure I've got yes. a couple of trees in my garden that are a hammock splits apart. Well, that's why you need an Eddie maker. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true. Yes. True. Though I imagine if I'm not going to move it around, there are probably other frames that you don't need to erect in three seconds. There probably, yes, there certainly are. There's ones yes. you can leave up permanently, which are very much less expensive. Yes. Well, uh, yes. I might go that route. But I, first of all, I need to be convinced that I like a hammock. I don't know. Surely your spine is bent in a rather uncomfortable way, isn't it? It's, uh, well, my spine is bent in a rather comfortable way anyway, which is uh, oh, why okay. I'm seeing the surgeon next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Well, maybe he'll maybe he'll prescribe lots of hammock rest. Maybe he will. Okay. Well, why are we move on to now? Let us move on to teeth. Oh. And we adults, I mean, we have two sets of teeth as, as human beings. Hmm. Uh, the first set we get when we're just a few months old. The second set we get... Around about age seven or eight, I think thereabouts, which frankly is far too early. We don't get them at an age where we're old enough to know how to look after them. And I've often thought it would be very useful if you got a third set of teeth when you reached adulthood mm -hmm. and you knew how to take care of them properly. Right. And some animals do. Sharks, for example, grow a new set of teeth every few weeks. Alligators, crocodiles, can go through hundreds of teeth in their in their lifetime. So they're springing out all over. So why 
can't you have new teeth as an adult? Well, maybe you can. Some scientists in Osaka have been working on a drug that could help people to grow new teeth in their adulthood. The problem is uterine sensitization, which is a gene that stops you getting new teeth. Yes. And they can be blocked with bone morphogenetic protein signaling. Obviously, you probably guessed that for yourself. They've tried it on mice and ferrets. And next year, they're going to do a trial on people who have tooth agenesis, which is a genetic absence of teeth. And after that, they reckon in, by 2030, it could be available to the general public. So they can grow your own well, teeth when they fall out. You're obviously very, very excited. I am quite excited. I mean, I still have well, all of my teeth, apart from one that was removed when I cracked it. But as you point out, you got them when you weren't able to look after them. So exactly. presume you get a new set, you won't have to go to the dentist as often. Yes, it sounds perfect. God, well, we're ending with something that sounds incredibly useful. If Excellent. we just keep going till 2030. <laughs> I don't know what edition of Gadgets and Gizmo we'll be on then, uh, but we shall report on it as and when. Steve Captain, thank you very much indeed. I'm Simon Rose. That's it for this week for Gadgets and Gizmo. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.